Growing Up with a growing understanding speech pathology. Conversations about children's development that will support you through your parenting journey. Growing Up with a Growing Understanding is the name of the podcast. And hello, I'm producer Mel. We are joined today by Lauren Haskins, who is your host and usually on the other side of the desk. But you're going to find out a little bit more about Lauren today, about how she juggles parenthood, how she scaled her business sustainably and a little bit more about her delving into becoming a speech pathologist. Now, tell us, how did you get to where you are today in business, Lauren? Gosh, it feels like such a long journey, doesn't it? We were just talking about it. The best advice I ever had regarding business was it's like jumping out of a plane without a parachute. (laughs) The person told me that and I was like, oh, that's terrifying. I often, you know, use the analogy that you're building the plane before it's actually taking off. (laughs) And as it's taking off. As we laugh maniacally. Yes. So for me, I started as a speech pathologist about 15 years ago and worked mainly in New South Wales Health. And I developed my career over time working in a range of different areas, but I loved working with children and families. And then as I had my own family, I found it much harder to work within a government department and I needed to have more flexibility in my role. And I've always had a little bit of an entrepreneurial kind spirit. of a spirit yeah. and flair. So, so did that make it hard for you when you're working in government organisations, sort of the red tape? You were just like, you had these ideas, you wanted to create these things, but often you felt like you couldn't, like you were a little bit restricted? A little bit. I think I was always the one to jump into doing projects and doing things for the government organisations and I loved linking in with people within the community. And for me, I never really thought that I would own my own business and I certainly never thought that I'd be recording a podcast. But I, you know, really just enjoy meeting with lots of different people and I started the business as an opportunity for myself and for my family so that I could spend more time with them. So I've got a seven-year-old and a nine-year-old. My husband and I, we grew up in Adelaide. So all of our family is down in Adelaide. And so we have a very limited family network of support. And so I really- So your business is here in Newcastle in New South Wales in Australia. Yep. That's right. So business is here in Newcastle and family is all in Adelaide. And so we really rely on those wider networks of support to be able to help our children to grow. And so- I think for me, developing a growing understanding has been about, initially it was for me personally and to make sure that I was professionally still growing and developing my skills. And then it's become much more about helping the local community and to be able to offer a service where we're able to provide local speech pathologists who are experienced and providing excellence in our care that we give to them. And we've built an amazing business, an amazing service that really really offers great care for children and their families locally to be able to help children's communication and feeding skills to grow. Okay. So tell us a little bit about growing up as a business owner. For people out there doing the same, what were some of the takeaways for you as a mom, some of the challenges and also some of the things you had to overcome to scale towards where you are now? So 
So just exactly like what we were saying in terms of building the plane as it's taking off. For me, that's what it was like. I knew how to be a speech pathologist, but I didn't really know anything about owning a business and building a team. So for me, the best thing has been about getting coaching and getting really good advice and having really good business mentors and people who are in similar industries to me that I can aspire to and to be able to see what it is that they're doing in their space and really getting support to be able to know the things that I'm not very good at or that I haven't been good at in the past. Or that that you don't have time for as well. Yeah, and also things that I don't have time for. So for me, as a speech pathologist, I'm really good with communication, but I'm not so good with my numbers. So it's, you know, getting the right advice and the right support in those areas. And I'm learning that that's a skill that I need to be good at. It's really a, a journey and a growth of my skills in a lot of different areas as well. Yeah, and having that team behind you. And what about you talked about your family is in South Australia and your kids, of course, here. Motherhood is the biggest job of all, right? So what have been some of those challenges for you while you are scaling your business sustainably but also being a mum? What were some of the biggest challenges and how did you overcome them? I think one of the biggest challenges is I went into business to have more time with my family and then it actually, you know, the reverse happens (laughs) and you end up, you know, spending more time in the business and I'm finally at the point where I can start to do what I set out to do and so to have more time with my children one of the goals that we've set for um, 2021 is for me to be able to pick up the kids from school so they have been going to bush or to out of school care which by the way I hear my uh, my toddler is just about to start kindergarten next year but I hear that they actually love bush and that it's like the sacred place the best place to be in the world they absolutely do love it but at the same time that has been one of the goals that the children set so my daughter said to me that she wanted to not go to Ush she likes going to vacation care but she actually just wants to come home um, after school I think because she's younger too she gets tired very easily and so she just wants to hang when she gets home and that's something that's really nice and really personal for us as a family that we're able to work towards me just working school hours so you know that's probably been the biggest challenge and initially the time investment that's required to be able to grow a business but then to get back to what your goal is and the reason why you started in the first place which is to be a mum and to be able to achieve the things that you want to be able to do personally and professionally. We want to know who you'd like to hear from or what topics you would like us to discuss so we can continue to grow together. Reach out via email to growingup at agrowingunderstanding.com.au from a mental health point of view when you had those times where it was so hard with the kids and so hard with the business what have been some of your hacks around that or how did you get through it and continue to grow as a mum and as a business owner I think I'm learning over time about the importance of being present and being available wherever you are so if I'm at work I'm at work and I'm dedicated to being there and being there in that moment and if I'm at home Mm, that I'm with the, the kids or I'm with my husband and and trying to not blur those lines yes. as much as possible. But it is really hard when you own your own business and a small business, you're often having to blur those lines as much as possible. So I work quite a lot in the evenings because I'm a night owl. Yes, um, me too. Yep. <laughs> then you think the kids are gone to bed. Yeah. So using that time productively, but still having that time with them. But you yeah. can get a bit carried away and be tired the next day, yeah, of course. Most yeah, most definitely. It's just trying to find that balance. But I think trying to be present in whatever it is that you do. And I think as well, 
well, trying to carve out time to be able to have that creativity time and to have that thinking time and time to take out for yourself, which I haven't had, but I'm starting to realize the importance of it, of making sure that I look after myself first. So, because if I can't function and if I'm not doing well, then the family's not going well and the business isn't going well. When you started out as a pediatric speech pathologist, obviously you have to really have that care behind what you're doing to be able to put so much effort into it, right? What was the driver for you to do that career and what do you love so much about it? I always wanted to work with children. Growing up, I always thought that I would go into a teaching type profession. My husband is a physiotherapist and so he's a few years older than me. And so when he started his university degree in physio, we automatically sort of started to think about the allied health space. I'm a really social person. I love connecting with lots of different people. And it was natural for me to kind of think about a teaching kind of profession that also touched on that area of care and also bringing in some of those social elements and things as well. So speech pathology was kind of a natural progression. And then when I first graduated from speech pathology, I worked with a mixed caseload. So I was working with adults and with children. And I realized that I still really wanted to work with children, but I actually really like working with their parents as well. So I think that that's something that made me realize that I do like working with adults, but just not as my clients. I actually really like just working with children and helping children, but I can do that through working with other adults as their main communication partners. So I can be working with parents or I can be working with educators or other professionals and help to support them with the skills that they need to be able to help the child with their communication and feeding. And so that's been really powerful for me as well. So I still get to work with children and see the growth in their skills, but I also get that relationship with parents and educators and other professionals. So a growing understanding, one of the hallmarks of your point of difference is that you have a holistic approach to speech pathology where the parents, you know, are involved and they don't just sit outside while the child goes to their appointment. Tell us a little bit about that holistic approach and why you think it's different and why you think it works. I think for us, it's very much about providing the therapy where the child is at and where the family is at. So we can provide speech pathology service to the children at school and at home and sometimes the the parent isn't present but the focus can sometimes shift towards being um, how are we going to support that parent and that family even when they haven't been present for the session what resources can we give them what training can we provide them with what information can we give them that's going to be able to help them with their child's communication and feeding certainly we involve them in the sessions if it's possible we give them that opportunity to practice those skills and to see them being demonstrated but the big thing is is that we see that improvement happens between speech pathology appointments rather than in the speech pathology appointment. So parents and educators spend the most amount of time with children. So it's unrealistic to think that improvement is going to be made half an hour or an hour a week when really parents get that opportunity to spend hours and hours, multiple days a week with their children. So we can embed some of those opportunities for children to work on their communication skills 
in all of those different times when parents and educators are with those children. So that's probably the biggest difference for us is that we do think about the whole child and not just think about their speech pathology sessions in isolation. It's about how we can embed their goals into the rest of their life and how we can support the parents and educators and other professionals to also embed some of those goals. And the podcast is about growing up. I do think that that's quite daunting for a child to be told, look, we're going to see a speech pathologist, stuff like that. They go in, they talk to someone, they think, oh, what's wrong with me? I think if their parents are there along with them for the journey, that's going to be 100% better for their mental state too, right? It's really amazing to see, you know, um, we had a little boy in the other week who was just terrified of a doctor's surgery. So when he walked in, he thought he was coming to see the doctor. But then you know, straight away, the speech pathologist brought out a truck and he he loves trucks and he automatically calmed and that it's not a scary thing that really speech pathologists talk and play with children. And through that process and through the things that they enjoy and the things that motivate them, that we're able to work on their communication and feeding skills. So certainly having parents there is a huge difference and it makes it a lot easier for children. But I think as well, the way that the service is set up that we try to make it not as sterile and and not as scary and that it we're warm and we're approachable that that certainly makes it a lot easier as well growing up with the growing understanding the podcast name what were your experiences growing up and how has that influenced you as a mum now I had an amazing childhood. I've got a really close family. So my mum and dad are very close that they've got a really strong relationship and I've got a younger sister and we go through phases where we're very close and then we fight (laughs) like nothing else, but we've always been very close. And I think for me, what that's meant is that my children have also got a really strong relationship with my family as well. So even though there's physical distance between us, we still have regular contact with them and my children will want to contact them quite regularly. I think for me growing up, my parents were really heavily involved in supporting me with whatever it was that I wanted to do and what I wanted to be a part of. That's so good. I think that's almost the number one of a parent, just being supportive of your children. And you so often see it that the, the parents want to like impart their own dreams on their children and stuff like that. But yeah, that is such a huge takeaway. I don't think I realized growing up how much my parents were doing to be able to support me to to do the things that I wanted to do I was always one of those people that wanted to do every activity you know that you know the the note would come home and I'd I'd be like yep I'm doing that I want to be doing that and what was amazing was that you know I I used to do competitive ballroom dancing and it got to the point where I was training five nights a week on the other side of Adelaide and I would train for three or four hours each night my dad used to teach ballroom dancing okay and he used to teach that to other people while I was training and that then funded all of the gowns and all of the things that allowed me to be able to it it really is both my mum and dad would spend their evenings um, sewing diamantes onto my gowns and getting the glue gun out and all of that kind of thing and I think wow you know to have that dedication to be able to say okay this is what she wants to do in this moment 
I'm just going to run with it. I know that there's probably going to be something else like gymnastics or netball or something else next week. But in that moment, I'm going to just throw everything at it so that they can be successful. You know, and I think that that's probably something that I now take with me as well, that if the kids want to do something that I don't want for me to be a barrier to that, you know, if they say I want to do swimming lessons and I want to train a few times a week, great, let's make that work. Let's just see what we can do and I'll throw everything thing at it because I don't want to be seen as the barrier to that. Yeah, there's so much love behind that, especially as a mum now looking back through parenting eyes and thinking, that would have been a massive effort, right? Everything my dad was doing, but you just took it for granted when you were young. Are you concerned about your child's communication and language skills? A growing understanding speech pathology will help you and your child grow confidence and communication skills. Visit agrowingunderstanding.com.au to make an appointment today. We know speech pathologists love books. So what books are you and your family reading at the moment? My husband keeps saying to us every weekend that we need a book clear out because he said that there's some libraries throughout the world that don't have as many books as what we have in our household. (laughs) That's pretty cool though. Yeah, we've always got books on the go. So for me on my bedside table, I've got lots of business and leadership books at the moment. So I'm rereading Simon Sinek's Start With Why. And so I really like that. Um, And then the children children are reading. My daughter loves the puppy diaries. So she's obsessed with puppies at the moment. And so she's reading the puppy diaries. And my son is rereading some of the diary of the wimpy kid. Um, and he's yeah exploring some other books around yeah that sort of similar genre, like the, the treehouse books and that kind of thing. We actually spend a lot of time in the evening as part of our routine as part of reading. So we actually, I still read out loud to the children each night so we all get together and either myself or my husband actually we read for probably about 20 minutes out loud to the the children because I think you get to that point when they're a bit older where you no longer read out loud to them but we want to keep that going for as long as we can they're my best memories of childhood Mm. are of my father reading to me and he did it till I was quite old I Mm. think and just that connection between the parent and the child and fostering of the theatre of the mind and it's just such a special time isn't it yeah so we've been rediscovering some of the older sort of classics so we've been reading through all the Roald Dahl and the Enid Blyton and all of those kind of style books when we're reading out loud to the children and then they get some time to then go and read themselves in their bedroom before they then go to sleep so it's quite a long process in the evening and that's probably one of the challenges is that you're just on this race to bed you just want to get them into bed (laughs) like just go to bed but at the same time you know we do still see that that's part of that wind down process to help them to kind of get them to sleep in the first place because if we skip it then they don't go to sleep so I feel like you are maybe one of those people who doesn't enough celebrate all their achievements you're just always on to the next thing right what's next for you as a really busy mum and a speech pathologist and business owner is it getting back some of that family time yeah I do like to celebrate that's one of a growing understanding so one of a growing understanding's core values is actually celebration so really yeah so how do you do that oh for us it's about everything so I think one 
thing that you touched on is it's about having those goals and knowing what those goals are. So I think having that intention and we are very big generally as a business, but for me personally, always having goals, short term, long term kind of goals. But when you hit those goals, I think you've got to take that moment to really reflect, give yourself a high five, reward yourself for that and then jump onto the next goal. So I think it is always about, you know, taking those steps forward and to be moving forward with those kind of things. You know, we are very big about the parties. So being a social person, if there's any opportunity to celebrate and have a party, I'm on it. You know, I am there and, you know, it's always about popping the good champagne and, you know, life's too short to waste it on cheap wine and, you know, you've got to pop the the good stuff and especially when it's earned and especially about having those goals when you've achieved them. But for us, you know, the next step forward for me personally is about um, having some more time with family and for getting that better balance between work and home. And that also means investing some time in home and getting myself a bit more organized at home because I think that I've let that kind of go for a little while and at work we've got some really amazing goals that we're working towards we've got some new service changes happening next year so we're extending our hours of operation so that that allows for families to be able to access more before school and after school appointments I've got new team members coming on board so I think we've got 14 new team members coming on board in the new year just going to open up more capacity for um, families to access services and we hope to be able to expand our reach a little bit further so we're wanting to open more centres locally uh, to be able to offer services that are closer for other families to access. 100% so people don't have to go as far. Yeah they don't have to travel they're able to access high quality services that are closer to home and I'd love to gosh in in the COVID world that we've been living in I would just love to be able to travel again and just generally for work you know normally I I travel around Australia and overseas consulting and consulting in speech pathology but I would love to be able to get back to traveling for work and for pleasure because it's something that I really enjoy it is a joy well thank you so much for telling us a little bit more about your growth journey as a business owner and mum and your children's growth journey thank you thanks for listening to growing up with a growing understanding speech pathology We love helping families navigate their parenting concerns and ensuring your child can grow and achieve. Please rate and review wherever you're listening so we can continue to grow together.